1: Yoda, welcome to Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. I'm Holly Snape from Community Waikato, based here in the Waikato, Hamilton, actually. And I'm talking to Leeton, who's not in the Waikato at the moment. How are you, Leeton?
0: I'm good. I'm very good.
1: Yeah, and where are you at the moment?
0: I'm I'm in Tanamaki. I can actually see the sea here, which is good. It's probably a bit harder for you to see the sea from the Waikato.
1: Yep, sure is. <laughs> hey, look, we're global warming. Who knows?
0: Oh, this is true, too. Yeah. and I have to say that's one of the advantages of living here. It feels like it's getting warmer every year.
1: Yeah, which, true um, that.
0: I'm, I'm not complaining about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, yet, anyway,
1: <laughs> I've asked um, I've asked you to come onto the show today, Leighton, to talk to us about um, mentoring, the mentoring program, and of course your leadership with uh, Mentoring Foundation New Zealand. You've been involved now for quite some time with um, Mentoring Foundation. Um, And it has been an amazing program. We managed to jump on board for the first time last year, running another program this year. And I thought it might just be good to let our listeners know a little bit about what this program is, um, what it offers people, but not just from a mentee side, but what it offers as a mentor. So that's us today. I'm keen, keen to get stuck into it if you are.
0: Yep. Ready to go.
1: Fantastic. So, look, can you just give us a little bit of a background, first of all, uh, to Mentoring Foundation New Zealand and why this program was initially set up?
0: Yep. So, the Mentoring Foundation New Zealand is a national organization that's been around, we'll be in our fifth year now of running programs this year. Mm. Um, It was initially set up, I guess, from a whole lot of people sort of in Taranaki and also outside of Taranaki, sort of Auckland. Uh, who worked in and around the community sector, did a lot of capability building, that sort of thing, and really saw a lack of support for leaders, essentially, running community organisations or community projects on all sort of levels of, of, you know, the community sector Mm. and wanting to actually create a space where they could, you know, I guess get that kind of wisdom and experience that's actually sitting within our own communities, Mm. that their own organisations don't don't always have the time or the, the... resources to be able to give them. Um, So it kind of grew out of that space. Um, And a pilot was run quite a few years ago now in a a sort of a different shape. And from that, we ended up with this program, which is, we're really proud of this program because we think it really
1: Yeah, and we will will come back to some feedback um, a little bit later on as well. You you say you made some tweaks. Um, How do you think it kind of changed from your earlier uh, model or or pilot to where we're at now?
0: Yeah, some of the the key kind of differences probably were really around, one, having a finite length to the program. Um, We run 6 months programs, so it's not like we connect with a mentor and then, Sort of let you go and see where the friendship goes. Yeah, um, it actually gives a finite sort of length, which is which, which is great for mentees because it, cr- it creates some a bit of incentive, let's say, to um, for them to get really focused and really get value out of the connection that they have with a, another another um, person within their community. Um, uh, it also is really you know fantastic for the mentors because they really understand what their commitment is yes. uh, with some of the other programs that I've been involved with, and certainly the pilot even. You know, we made some great matches, and the, the match is the most important thing always. But you, you sometimes weren't sure when it should end, and they might go for a couple of years, and someone at some point had to start the awkward conversation. You know, <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Um, but but it's just part of moving on. It's part of what we do. You know, in life, we, you know, we have people around us for the right thing at the right time Sometimes, mm. so that was a really big difference. One of the other big things that we do now. Uh, and have done with this program right through, that was different from the original pilot, was that we bring people together as a cohort. We bring, everybody starts in the program together Mm. and goes through training together. And that's both mentors and mentees, um, because going through that six months experience of growth and connection, and it's relatively intimate, you know, because it's designed to be completely relational. Mm. Um, enables them to build other peer connections and strengthens actually the community that they they are in. So they end up out of the program, not not just having a good connection with a mentor and having learnt a lot, and that tends to be an enduring connection within mm. the community. They also have the opportunity to to be in sort of a learning environment with a whole lot of other people, um, and the natural kind of connections sort of take place there, and they can take those out of out of the program, feeling more connected. And I guess you know. More empowered mm. to understand that they have, they actually have the ability to create their own peer network of, of mentors mm. um, and support each other. So those are probably the key differences. Yeah. And and I think probably we're much more deliberate now in relation to creating support around the mentor-mentee relationship, but through one of our local coordinators. Um, whereas before the coordination was there, but you know we're very very deliberate now about how important that is to make sure everybody's on track and they're looked after.
1: Yeah, no, that that makes a lot of sense. Being being a six-month program makes me feel like um, you, you're unlikely to go into this program as a mentee saying, I just need to be mentored. Six months says to me you, you really need to have something in particular you would like to work on and grow or develop. Is that, yep. is that what you're seeing?
0: Yeah, that's the goal. Uh- yeah. Uh, and I use the term goal, it's kind of like a dirty word, it's so a four letter word these days. I don't particularly like using the word for myself. But essentially, uh, people do come in with a bit of a vague idea, and we spend time with them prior to the, their first mentoring session, prior to our orientation, to help them get clarity on those goals or those we call them priorities or focus areas um, because that does help them hit the ground running, so to speak, when they get into that first session. Mm. Um, and it's not that it's, you sit down and it's all business, the first session is always about building rapport and getting to know each other but the reality is the more focus you have um, the the more you get out of it uh, and that's the, you know, definitely part of the design but we do create support to help mm. people get there because some people do it much easier than others you know, it's more in some people's nature than others to sort of um, engage with their priorities, you know, in sort of a really specific goal related way and others are not um, but that's part of the relationship with the mentor is how you work through that stuff in a way that works well for the mentee.
2: Yeah. So yeah,
0: it, it definitely is part of the program, but the reality also is that everybody's different. Um, and so we try and support, create the support with with the people to get them what they need. I think one of the one of the best bits of feedback I had a couple of years ago from one of the mentees was we asked them about how they did against their goals. Mm. And their response was, I did terrible. So said, mm-hmm. every goal I actually set, I threw out the window by the second session, and I said, thank God I did, because everything that I was focusing was not the important things. You know? And so he was re- that person was really stoked about the outcomes of the program. So you know, the irony is sometimes the focus areas do change a lot. But yeah. if you go in without them, you sometimes spend your whole time trying to figure out what they are, which can still be valuable, but it's nice to identify that as a need at the start, then at the end.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah mate, that makes a lot of sense. Is, is, is someone likely or, or able to do more than one program then, say, as a mentee? Let's say you actually had, you, you knew there was a lot to work on. Could you start saying, look, I really want to um, have the this se- this, this six months focusing on my financial literacy, and then next month I want to do some leadership building? Like, could someone access the program multiple times?
0: Yep, yeah, we've had that uh, in Karanaki last year. We had two people come on the program who had accessed it prior, not the year before, but the one before that. And they both came on saying that in some ways they weren't quite as ready for the mentoring as they could have been. Yeah. Um, and didn't, uh, you know, in ref- upon reflection, realised that while it was really valuable, it helped get them focused. And yeah. came in a whole, you know, over 12 months later to the next program and literally said, actually, that, you know, now having done that first session and coming, spending a year in my workspace and then coming back again, they really were much clearer about you know, mm. getting a lot out of it because I guess one of the keys to the program is just like in in real life, you get out of what you put into it, <laughs> yeah. um, but it's very mentee driven you know we actually support the mentee to drive the whole process because it's their development, and mm. the more they actually can engage proactively in that the the more they grow the more benefit they have yeah. and then it's not always easy, you know because we I'm sure you know as much as I do that that growth mm. and development sometimes you don't realize you know they say yeah, as your growing edges hurt sometimes because yes. edges are sharp, yes. and um, you don't always true. know how much until you get into it. So, yeah. and that's part of it, and that's why we give support because yeah. that's um, people. You know, everybody's going to respond a little bit differently because we're all human beings living real lives, and that's what we try and bring into the program. It's very yeah. holistic.
1: It struck me um, when you said then um, the men- the mentor wasn't mentee ready. Sorry, the mentee wasn't ready. Mentee ready, and I just thought, could you explain what that means? Like, what is someone? What place does someone need to be in to be ready to um, engage with a mentor? What What do they need to do?
0: Yeah, you know, I guess first and foremost, they they kind of need to be in a leadership role. This is about leadership mentoring, so it is focused about connecting mentees with another leader yeah. with you know experience that relates to what their development, you know, needs are. Um, so but if they're not in a leadership role, if there's someone we've found and we have allowed them in the past, people to come in who are a bit more like, oh, they want to be a leader, I've got ideas and stuff like that. But we find they just don't because they don't have somewhere to practice what they're learning on an everyday basis outside of the relationship between the meat things, then they um you know, they they just don't get the same amount out of the program because you need yeah. to, it needs to be completely relevant. So that's kind of like the first criteria. Mm. Um, over and above that, I would say they need it's a commitment thing. They need to really want to commit to, mm. to growth. You know, um, and it's not like we put them through a, some big sort of like um, you know onerous kind of um, <laughs> questionnaire to actually find that out. We spend time with them, but it's really and it's and in the end, it, it is generally their choice. Um, but they do need. If they're not committed to putting the time in, then um, they, they they really don't get enough out of it. And so we tend to try and have really honest conversations mm. at the start. So you know, th- th- it's not a lot. Uh, There's not a lot of criteria in that respect, mm. but they actually are really, really important.
2: Yeah, um, absolutely. What what is that and time? And sometimes
0: com- you don't know. I'm oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, sometimes you don't always know unless until you, you start unpacking yes. it. And the time thing, I think, is one of the things that does catch people out. Yeah, so people what, who are time poor. What
1: right, do you think okay. is the time commitment? As you know, we're talking about mentees at the moment, and we will move to mentors. But if, if someone's wanting to be um, mentored in this program, what kind of commitment should they be expecting? You know, on a weekly the, basis.
0: Uh, yeah, on a weekly basis, it's hard to tell. In some ways, that's kind of up to them. <laughs> Because essentially what your know, expectation is, we do do three, what we call also learning type sessions, yes. networking sessions, where we do our orientation, we do kind of a, a midpoint learning session and evaluation at the end where we bring people together. So they tend to be a couple of hours long. We, we you know, we, we want people to come to those because it's part of the process. But then they get a guarantee of at least six mentoring sessions over the six months. Um, sometimes people do more, but they're guaranteed to have a minimum of that. Mm. Um so that t- they tend to be like one to two hours. So so that's not an onerous responsibility time-wise. However, what we do find it's the commitments they make within that mentoring um, relationship. Mm. That probably is the added time. I think what's really key, though, is if they're doing... The, that's why the priorities are really important because if you're making commitments about things you're going to do between times that are based on priorities they're things you're working on anyway. yeah. Um, So the time commitment outside of what we can literally say in relation to what we expect of them is quite, you know, is a bit unknown because it it sort of is up to them. And so what we find is people who tend to be a bit time poor sometimes who really can do with the mentoring. Yeah. They might find it struggle because in between time they don't always prioritize some of the activities that they've committed to between times. So... Yeah, I, and, and so it's difficult to sort of say exactly mm. what the time commitment is, but it's not actually that onerous. However, it does yeah. require a commitment to yeah. put time into things that you've identified. Um, and if you if you genuinely think you can't do that, sometimes you don't know till you get there. Yeah. Um, then it's worth having a bit of a think about you know that sort of thing. And part of their orientation is to get people to talk about what their challenges are, and time mm. is one of the first ones that always comes up. So we talk about ways to for them to help prioritize the time and, and put those things to this little things they can do to keep keep the relationship on track
1: it's a that, that makes absolute perfect sense um well i wouldn't mind just turning to the mentors for a moment because they're fundamental as well aren't they to the success of the program and and you talked earlier on about this is um about relationships and so so the matching between mentors and mentees is quite fundamental to in, in the success of the program uh, in your experience, what what sort of qualities are we looking for in our mentors?
0: Yeah, the first sort of obvious quality really is this kind of experience gap. We're looking for someone who's got experience in the area that the mentee is looking to develop. Yes. Um, and that's almost like skills and experience based, you know, about the stuff they've done, you know. Um, and I guess what goes along with that is kind of the, the type of brain, if they're wanting strategic planning support... Then someone who's got that kind of thing. So, so in some ways, you could argue that as broad as leadership in the community sector is, that particular criteria is very, very broad, um, and it's very, very related to specific needs of mentees. Um, I think probably the the other really important thing is is the criteria they need to they need a bit of humility, um, humbleness to be able to sit and really listen and focus on the other person's development. Mm. So, people often think that they need to be a men- in order to be a mentor, they need to be an expert on something. And we do get some of our best mentors have been people with literally shoulder tapped and they have kind of gone, oh, I can't be a mentor. Um, but the reality is they're an amazing mentor because they really are good at listening to and focusing mm. on the mentees' needs. Um, and when we explain to them that this is not about you coming in and being a consultant with all the answers and all the advice this is about you coming in and listening to someone's story and really hearing them. But then as you hear them and really understand where they are, you then share appropriately your story as well. Because that's, that's what this is. It's about two people in a relational space that's safe you know, sharing their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, the entire focus is on the mentee's development. Yeah. Um, so the entire context is that. And in some ways, there's a whole lot of soft skills. And in some ways, you you can't easily grasp by a list of criteria that you need to spend time with a mentor mm. uh, to actually get that. So if people aren't sure if they would be a good mentor, if you're asked, I would say really consider um, it because our mentors do find it extremely rewarding in lots mm. of different ways and 80% of mentors are always available. You know, always say, yeah, I'm available to do this again next year if you find a good match for me, the right match for me. Um, and out of the twenty percent that say no, it's usually because they've got other things going on in their lives, yeah. and you know, yeah. the, you know. And, and that's part of the, the the nice thing about the program for mentors is it's only ever a real one year commitment. Mm. You know, we've always got you on our list, <laughs> yeah. but we always invite you every year to let us know if you're available, and if you are, then if we find a good match for you, then we'll we'll yeah. we'll talk about
1: you Because just because so, someone's put their hand up doesn't mean they'll definitely be there. You, you are talking about those um, matching those those skills together to make sure it's it's the right fit, you know, which makes yes, sense. We, yeah,
0: we tend to shoulder tap people. So, yeah. and one of the reasons, so for instance, with Community Waikato, one of the reasons we wanted you as a partner and worked with you for a couple of years to sort of get the program ready was was literally because we could see that you as Community Waikato had you know huge networks of good experienced leaders in your white couple community. And that's like such an important part to doing the matching process. And you mm-hmm. would be involved in the matching process. So, yeah. you know, you know that's, that's kind of in some ways the most important, most crucial part of the entire process. Yeah, yeah. And so we take it really seriously and we do it really deliberately with no computer algorithms. You know, it's, the whole program is relational. And I say that all the way through, you know, it's actually literally being designed that we have people with experience and good understanding of people and this sort of thing involved in all parts of the process. Mm. And I think that's why, you know, last year we had over 60 matches across New Zealand and every single one of them said they were satisfied with the match, but like over 80% said they were like really extremely satisfied with the yeah. match. Yeah. So, you know, that's, you know, that, to me that's like, that, that's... the my happy time when I get that at the end of the year, and it gets rid of all the anxiety I have <laughs> yeah. Yeah. around worrying about you know how it works because because it's the time that everybody puts in at the start, yeah. um, and that includes the mentees and the mentors as well. Yeah, it's actually the prep that they do is so important, and the prep that we do with them
1: is really really important. So you, you talked about um, the training for mentees prior to the program. The mentors undertake some training as well.
0: Yep, they do, um, and it's not onerous. Um, it, the reality is we we pick people who are going to be good mentors anyway, but what it actually does is get them all on the same page about what our values are about what they're committing to about you know getting a real clarity around the depth of impact they can have um, and also you know helping them understand the support that's around them because they're not just in there alone um, and we do some some relatively simple kind of um, listening skills kind of conversations and, and exercises because, yeah, I mean, people often, they know it anyway, but mm. actually when you sit there and go through it together, it helps clarify it for them and makes it easier for them to use. And we do actually have a, a resources that we give them that, that you know, talk about actually what are the sorts of things you should discuss in the first session um, and just to kind of get kicked off to, to a good start. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, we, the reality is, yeah, and, and year in, year out, mentors have done it several times. We don't force them to go through that every year, but we do connect with them at the start as a group every single year to make sure they're we're still all
1: on the same page. The the value of having them do it, though, together, I imagine, also helps build a little bit of a fraternity, a bit of a community of practice?
0: Absolutely, yeah, and it'll be interesting for you guys in your second year this year to see how that develops because I know yeah. in the communities that it's been running for their fifth year now, you know, I see... Sorry, I don't know if you can hear that. There's a very loud car going past outside my window, <laughs> <laughs> and it's almost gone. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I can't really hear it, so that's oh, that's, that's good. good.
0: Yep. I can keep talking. Yep. I'll just pretend I can't too. Sorry about that. Um, what was I saying?
1: Um, being in our second year running the program, um, and the, oh yes, yes. Yeah. But you're
0: talking about the mental connection, yes. and and we do see. I mean, one of the things. You know, we've been doing some communities literally having online connections for some mentors during the year. If they like a monthly thing they can just show up show up to and discuss how their mentoring relationship is going in confidence. Um, but what we actually do see and is when we bring them together every year, the ones that have been doing it for several years, they really talk about it really openly and if they talk about their experience. Mm. They talk about how they've done with different mentees, they talk about you know when they've had someone who struggled in this area, how they responded, how it impacted them. So the growth for the mentors is actually is is quite a powerful thing, and the connection that they start to share and ownership of the program, mm. and, and it's less about ownership of the program, but you can see it's actually like, you know, ownership of it of a of how they can impact the people in their community, yeah.
2: um,
0: and that that's quite a powerful thing. And so I think. Big, because of the nature, say, of the community of Waikato and the people you're engaging with, I think you know that's a, that's one of the added bonuses to this approach. And I'll be really interested at the end of this year to hear your feedback on that. Yeah, you know, from my perspective.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, and you will certainly get it. But um, but yeah, just as you flagged, we are running this again. So for people listening who are who are thinking this sounds like a really interesting program, from our perspective, um, the criteria for entry is relatively um, light. We work with community social service organisations we work with people from the environmental space, Um, really not for profit organisations are the, the kind of key group that we connect with and we'll look for mentees and mentors from that space we have got people signing up you'll be happy Leeton. but
0: oh that's good to know that's great we, to know. but
1: we, we also have room so so we've just li- wanting people to know now that if, if this is something you're interested in certainly make contact with us and, and have a conversation Sally leads our project and you work quite closely with Sally Leeton.
0: Yep, I spent quite a bit of time with her last year working with her and supporting her in running the program, and she did a great job.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and um, it was
0: not an easy year, to be honest. No. The whole remote (laughs) thing, its not it's not been an easy time to run programs that are based on relational sort of... (laughs) connection. Yeah. Um, but but the reality is it works. It's, in some ways it's more important than ever and Sally did a great job Yeah. I mean Sally's great because she's remotely based herself so she understands what it's like for people.
1: That's right um, and, and she's she yeah, certainly knows how to navigate some of those challenges um, but and we don't have a lot of time but I'd be really keen to hear um, some of the feedback from both mentors and mentees that you have heard perhaps some of the, those bigger themes in terms of what people have got out of the program.
0: Yeah I guess it sort of reflects which is always nice. What we try and and um, you know set as our outcomes for the program, um, it really is around one of the things that comes out all the time is how much more confident people feel in their roles. Mm. Um, and I guess the confidence is built on the fact that they're also identifying, this is for mentees. They're also identifying that you know they've they've felt supported, they've been able to tackle things they couldn't tackle before because they've been asked sometimes the hard questions. Mm. But what comes up quite a lot is that. They really appreciate having someone completely separate from their organization to, um, to help them navigate some of that stuff uh, because that's some of the feedback we see a lot is literally that was oh, just so good having someone from outside my organization asking me the hard questions. that have helped me actually go and tackle some of the things in different ways. Mm. Um, I think, you know, they talk about being more effective uh, because once because of their confidence but also because they can literally sit down with someone who's only focused on those things, mm. their own development needs. Um, and I think also some of the feedback is, which I really enjoy seeing, is when people, a lot of people start to look more holistically at their leadership space. They they start to see themselves as a leader, whereas before sometimes they felt like a pretender. Yes. Um, they realize that actually part of that leadership is actually just, just them being themselves. So them learning how to self-care and actually... Be confident in their own self kind of space is what's making the impact so those are sorts of some those are some of the sorts of things we also see stuff around they find new tools and they get new techniques and there's all that kind of stuff that comes with it as well um, from the mentor's perspective, I think you know probably most of them they just it's just really rewarding for them to be able to see that they can give you know support someone. Um, to do kind of amazing things in the community quite often. Mm. Some of the feedback we often hear is that they just feel really privileged to be connecting to these amazing people, yeah. because they realise they're part of you know a community of people doing amazing things, and what a privilege it is to be able to support someone through that journey. And some of the other feedback too, because quite a lot of them are retired. You know, they literally say, "Man, they they just love the fact that they they." Are able to take what they've got and all the experience they've had over many years
2: mm. and see
0: that still being useful and valued in the community yeah. Um. because people will easily get ignored when they're out of that sort of common, that workspace. And so those people are really valued coming back to it. We actually, you know, mentors sometimes that don't get matches, you know, in the year, they sometimes feel a bit down because they really want, they really love it. They yeah. really love it. Yeah.
1: No, look, that that does make a lot of sense. And we're excited about the opportunity to run the program again. Um, It was a great program, and certainly the feedback we had uh, was that both mentors and mentees grew significantly from the opportunity. So it's also great to have a partner like Mentoring Foundation New Zealand. You know, you guys um, have put in a lot of hard work to make a really robust programme, it's, um, it's consistent but flexible across the country. I like that, that we all run slightly differently, but there are some really clear underpinning principles which are very well connected and reflect that sort of not-for-profit values-based approach. So I think, you yeah. know, it's, it's a really special programme for that reason.
0: Mm. Thank you. It's good to hear that, because that is what we want. Right.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: it, has, it has to meet your needs, you know. Otherwise, what's the point? That,
1: yeah, so I think about, That's that's you know, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, it's actually all we've got time for, except to say, if you are listening to this, if you happen to um, to be in the not-for-profit sector and think this is something you'd like to be involved in, if you just want to know a little bit more about it, then please do get in touch with us. You can just email us at info at communitywaikato dot org dot nz, and we'll get back to you about it. Or jump on our Facebook page, send us a message, and Um, one of our team will get back in touch Um, and Sally will end up being the person to have a conversation with you. Um, Thanks, Leeton, for for spending the time to have a chat with us today. I really appreciated that.
0: You're very welcome.
1: And um, no doubt we'll see you on the Zoom again soon as we get all this set up and running.
0: Yeah. Yep, you will. Fantastic. Very much
1: appreciate it. Uh, Thanks, everybody. You've been listening to Connect with Community Waikato, free FM 89.0.